And we're back with vaccine researcher Dr. Iris Gorfinkel. And doctor, last week the UK gave the go-ahead for the Merck antiviral pill. Can you tell us, what do we know, what can you tell us uh, about this treatment? Well, the pill could prove game-changing, because both Merck and Pfizer have done their own individual clinical trials showing that when high-risk patients start pills within five days of getting symptoms, they reduce hospitalization, and they almost eliminate the chance of dying from COVID-19. So basically, these pills work by preventing the novel coronavirus from making copies of itself. The way they're trials work. They basically tested it in 750 unvaccinated volunteers who are at least 18 years old and proven to have COVID-19. And their preliminary data showed 100% of the volunteers were were prevented from dying. That's pretty impressive. Merck's pill prevented half of the hospitalization compared to the sugar pill. And Pfizer's showed preventing nine out of 10 hospitalizations in those who took the active pill versus the sugar pill. So neither showed significant side effects. It sounds almost too good to be true. That is according to the manufacturer's own data, though. All right. Well, obviously, this sounds very encouraging. And so this pill, which is taken on the onset of uh, symptoms, uh, what does it uh, replace uh, right now? What treatments are there currently right now for COVID-19? Our choices are so limited, it's a serious problem. We've got two basic choices, and they're both given through an IV. The first is monoclonal antibodies, and those, are, those can be given to only high-risk individuals 12 and over. The idea is you give it before they get hospitalized to prevent severe disease. You give them antibodies that add to their own antibodies, and they get less sick. That's the theory. The second type, this is also approved by Health Canada, is the drug called remdesivir. Also an antiviral drug slows down the virus's ability to copy itself, similar to Pfizer and Merck's new pills, but this is given only to people who have COVID pneumonia. They've got to be in hospital on oxygen to qualify for that drug. So it is a major advantage to be able to prescribe pills that people can just take on their own. So this is just uh, something I would report to, say, you, my uh, family doctor, that I've uh, got COVID symptoms, I test positive for uh, COVID, and you just write a script, I pick it up at the drugstore, and take it home. Oh, my gosh. You are, you're pointing out, Jeff, exactly the problem that I'm going to face. How do I know what disease I'm dealing with? Because the finest physician in the world cannot tell you without testing. You would be right to push me back and say, hey, is this flu? Is this the common cold? Common cold is going to be, of course, way, way, way more common than COVID-19. So there are serious barriers to getting tested. This holds hands with our earlier conversation. You know, a person has to know where to look, you know, where to go to find that, to book their appointment, to get there, to wait. And sometimes it's as long as three days, although most results are back within 24 hours. But think about it. In the study, the people were not only, you know, they not only saw the doctor within five days, They also were tested on the spot. Now, how's that going to work? So many of my patients don't even come to see me until they're 10 days into it. So is this, do you think, Dr. Gorfinkel, this pill from Merck, and you mentioned one from Pfizer as well, is this going to get us closer to an endemic? Is this kind of the way out, do you think, from the pandemic? Well, vaccines are our number one defense. Did I say number one? I meant number one, two, and three. Because really, prevention remains the main ticket. You know, look, Pfizer's vaccine's 20 bucks a dose. 
Moderna's about 30. You want those Pfizer pills? How much do you think that's going to set you back? We don't know yet. But Merck's pills, if and when Health Canada does approve it, it's $700 U.S. for a five-day treatment. That's the current price right now. Hugely expensive. But having said that, having a pill to keep high-risk individuals out of hospital, because that's what this was. They tested only the unvaccinated. We don't have data on the vaccinated. You know, and high-risk individuals, those are, that's what the study focused on. So I don't think it's going to be ready for prime time just yet, but in that narrow segment, that's, that's whom we're talking about. All right, just finally this week, I want to discuss a new data that uh, suggests more men die of COVID-19. Just first of all, uh, what are the stats? What are the figures? Just how many more men than women are dying from coronavirus? You know, it's so interesting. It depends on where in the world you are. So if you take a look at deaths in, in Canada, they're actually pretty equal, men and women. But globally, the death rate for men is 50% higher. Now, that, it's fascinating. They, they recognized the gender difference early on in the pandemic, and this may ring a few bells to some listeners. Heck, you know, so we know that hospitalization stays are generally longer, and, and the likelihood of getting intubated is higher in men, 50% higher, in fact. And you take a look at that rare side effect, the myocarditis. Whom did it affect more? Men, in fact, by 18 times, according to data from Israel, they weren't just a little more likely to get myocarditis. They were way more likely. Let's not overstate it. It was still a rare event, but it landed hard on men's shoulders. And there's all kinds of reasons. They're trying to scratch their head. You know, why would that be? Why would men have worse outcomes than women just in general? Is it because women are more likely to wear masks? Do men smoke more? Like, these are all theories that have been put forward. What about immune responses? Could they be different? You know, so could viral loads be higher? And it's interesting because we know that for other diseases like hepatitis C and HIV, men actually do have higher viral loads than women. Could that be true for the novel coronavirus? It's not proven, but it is a theory. And then, of course, hormonal difference. We always land on hormonal differences. But there is no question that estrogen can play a role in increasing the number of B cells, the kind of cells that can produce antibodies. So, th- so there's all kinds of interesting theories. And I'll, what do you think I'm going to land on? The same old refrain. We need more research. <laughs> we need more time. We meet, need more data. But uh, i got about 30 seconds here. But uh, is this something that uh, researchers, obviously, uh, those studying the uh, coronavirus, they'll be keeping their eye on? Absolutely. And, and that may give us clues to new treatments. Imagine if we really did understand the differences and why they were. It could inform public health. There's a lot of implications to understanding that data. Why is the death rate for men globally 50% higher than it is for women? So if that's our starting point, that leads to a lot of excellent quality research that could inform what we do all right. Always some quality time with vaccine researcher, Dr. Iris Gorofinkel. Dr. Gorofinkel, much appreciated as always. Thanks so much. Many thanks. All right. We'll take a break here on Global News Radio.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.